friends, welcome to another episode of the Radical Radiance podcast. I am your host, Rebecca George, and I'm so thrilled to be with you today for a very special episode as we round out quarter three of 2022. I cannot believe how quickly we are approaching October. It's been such a special several months here on the show, and we've had so many amazing guests that I know you have loved, and I have loved their answer to my very favorite question. I love putting together these episodes for you where we share and compile their answers to this question. What about Jesus makes you radiant? It comes from the verse Psalm 34, 5 that says, Those who look to him are radiant and their faces shall never be ashamed. And so I love that around here we get to have conversations that point us towards truth and learning more about what it looks like to radiate the heart of Christ in all that we do. And so I love hearing what God is teaching all of our guests when it comes to that. So join me as we sit down and get to share together all of these answers to that favorite question. What about Jesus makes you radiant? I love that question, and I love that you go to Psalm 34 because the two verses prior to that have been sort of the governing verse for what I, how I view public ministry, that it's, oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. That's 34.3. And I just like, and then you keep going. So there's this idea of like, we get to do this together, right? We get to magnify yeah. the name of the Lord, exalt his name together. That's part of our radiance that that we get to do this um, together. But then David goes on and he's like, the Lord, you know, he answered me, delivered me from all my fears. And so he's looked to the Lord for all of these things. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that that's the answer to where Lord willing, any radiance he's given me comes from that I look to him for protection like David did for deliverance, mm. for provision. But mostly, what if we look at David's life, I think what we see is that he was a man that looked to the Lord just for his presence too. Not just for what God could yeah. do, but just for who God is, right? And, and that it's the radiance of the Lord that he's our great reward. Mm. Um, not just what he gives, but what he does, that he himself, and, and God gives himself to us. And so... He's the radiant one, um, and we get to be reflectors and partakers of that, of that mm. radiance. And so I think it's as we look to him that, that he cultivates radiance in us. Well, I think for me, it's just how perfect he is mm. in that he does great things for us. He loves us. He takes care of us. He provides for us. But everything he does, he does with perfection, mm. especially love. And you know, I would love to love like that, to, to be able to love and know that every time I am um, acting towards someone, I am doing it perfectly. And obviously, you know, that's not the case because I'm human, but it is with Jesus. Yeah. Every time he acts toward me, he speaks to me, he's involved in my life. It is perfect, unconditional love all the time. Mm, that's so good. Well, and for me, it's kind of an ancillary to that is it's his love for imperfect people. I just, I love reading the stories of the gospel and his interactions with impetuous Peter and all the sick people, physically ill people that he healed and, and mentally ill, even um, people that he healed. There were, he loved doers like Martha, which I'm really 
particularly a fan of. Um, he loved even the ones who betrayed him, yeah. like Judas, um, the demon possessed, like Mary Magdalene. And those people and the way that he loved them makes me know that he loves me too. Mm. And um, and he loves each one that's listening too uh, because he loved maybe an ancillary to Lynn's. He loved imperfect people perfectly. Mm. You know, I, I think that it's just, I love when I got into apologetics, finding out that my faith didn't need to just be something that I'm guessing about, the blind kind mm. of leap, that Jesus has given us so much evidence for his truth that we can be so convicted that he is the truth, the way, and the life. And we see culture around us kind of floating about with the authority of the self and not having any anchor. Mm. And yet as Christians, we have the ultimate anchor. We we have mm. Jesus himself as this objective truth and just feeling that we just knowing not feeling just knowing that we can be anchored in his objective truth and that his promises are true we can count on them that he is the objective truth about all of reality is such a comfort and and i think that that's the first thing that comes to mind when you ask that i jumped for joy when i read this i'm so glad this is this is so much my heart and it just the last part of the conversation really leads into this so I, again, I have these word pictures. I'm, I'm kind of a, I'm a wannabe artist. So I think the Lord I gives me it. these word pictures. And so I, and so I have all these word pictures of things. And so when we go after all of who God is, mm-hmm. so like the gold that way, hold his presence, like gold. When we go after all of who God is, the light of God's glory, we, when we sit under the light of God's glory, mm-hmm. That is the first and foremost question to ask in any given moment. God, show me who you are. Show me who you are. Show me the gold. I'm holding the gold. Now show me who you are. Then and only then we ask, God, show me who you say I am. The light of God's glory then shines in to us to inform every square inch of our life and and to give us confidence in who God says he is. The creator of the universe, the creator of our our soul tells us who he says we are. And this is not just some cute Christian platitude to say of like, I am who God says I am. That is real. And it can only be truly real and meaningful if you get a grip, if we get a Mm. grip of who God is. I don't have to look for the delight and approval of others. And I, I can, but I don't have to look to being fulfilled to wholly, holistically, like we mm-hmm. talked about. If I understand who it is that is shining his glory and that makes me radiant. Yeah. And so that is just the journey I've been in. I'm so jealous, desperate for everybody to grasp who God is going on a journey of who God mm. is, because that is where you find the most meaningful answer to who, who he says I am. And if we turn our affections toward him, like I said, mm. we can get, we can get to the end of ourselves pretty darn quickly. I know I can, yeah. I get pretty sick of myself if, if I'm focused too much inwardly, but the light of God's glory shining in makes me radiant. Mm. I love this. I love that a lot. I really, I had to think on this one. Cause I was like, man, um, but the the verse that kind of came to my mind when I when I hear this question, it's in Acts somewhere, but um, it says like the people in 
in this area were astonished by the boldness of the disciples and they recognized that these men had been with Jesus. And that line, mm-hmm. just that people recognize, oh my, like they, they, I can tell they've been with Jesus. Um, people could see his radiance on them. And so Mm. Um, I think this has been most evident for me in my classroom. So I teach second grade. Um, and you know, we, we talked about in the beginning of this podcast, like in the classroom, like you're learning, you're having to take assessments and taking tests and learning social skills and like correcting different behaviors, all of it. But because in my own personal life, God is having to remind me so often, your work is not your worth. And he just pours yeah. into this is who you actually are. You are free to fail. You're free to need me. You're free to try again. And I'm going to be there with you just because I'm hearing those words spoken to me so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm then able to radiate that same kind of love and come down on that second grader level who is so raveled up in their performance who maybe has a family or a home environment where they're spoken down to um, and just spoken ill of. And I get to look Mm -hmm. them square in the face and come down gentle and soft and say, let me tell you what's actually true about you. And just get to call out these things that I see in them and teach them like, hey, this is how you fight lies and cling to truth and just watch them light up. And so working in Mm -hmm. a public school where like I'm not, quote unquote, not allowed to preach mm-hmm. the gospel or whatever, but that mm-hmm. God has been able to use that and, and get to be his hands and feet and getting to just remind these little kids of their identity. Uh, that's the favorite, my favorite part of my job and just getting to, that. like you said, radiate that. So that would, that would that. be it for sure. Hmm. That's so good. I love that question. I just want to like simmer with it for a moment. I know. What about Christ makes me radiant is the fact that he's in me and I I am in him. Mm. I think about anything in my life that produces any sort of glory, any sort of shine, any any sort of beauty, any sort of radiance. And none of those are from me. None of those are sourced from me. None of those are purely a work of my hand. Anything beautiful in my life is straight from him. I think about John 15 that talks about the vine and the branches. And if you remain in me and I in you, you'll bear much fruit. And any good fruit that I have bore has come from him. And what about Jesus that makes me radiant is the fact that he is in me and I'm in him. And he's the one that makes my life beautiful. I feel like the answer to that can be different on any given day. Yes, (laughs) I know. Um, And today... I would say what makes me radiant about Jesus is just how personal he is. Mm-hmm. Um, that yes, he's sitting at the right hand of the throne of God right now. Mm-hmm. And yet he is so close to us through his own spirit. Um, and I've been meditating lately on there. There's a verse in Romans eight and another one, it, it shows up again in Hebrews four and this idea that um, Jesus always lives to make intercession for us. And so even now, Rebecca, as you and I are talking, even as our listener is hearing this right now, Jesus is interceding for us. If we could eavesdrop and hear Jesus praying for us Mm -hmm. from the other room, (laughs) I mean, it makes me tear up. Like, wouldn't it want you, make you want to walk over and join him in prayer and say, yes, like, I don't even have to talk. Let me just sit here with you 
and, and let you intercede for me, let you pray for me. Oh, what, what a gift that Jesus is to us and that he invites us into that. I, I just can't get over it. Oh, wow. Sorry. I picture Jesus in a chair. So we have two chairs in our sitting room and usually mm-hmm. I'm the first one up and my wife, we actually have three chairs sitting in our sitting room. My wife usually sits in one, I sit in the other, but there's an empty chair there that I always see Jesus sitting in. And it's like, mm. he's just waiting for me to sit with him and have a conversation with him. And he yeah. doesn't rush me. He doesn't demand of me. He celebrates me. He loves me. He guides me. And, and he's always sitting there waiting. And mm-hmm. I think that is what makes me radiant about him is that I know that he's always waiting. And yeah. when I go astray in my life, it's because I haven't taken the time. It's like I become the teenager whose mm-hmm. who's parent is sitting in the house saying, hey, come sit with me, talk to me. And it's like, oh no, I gotta go out with this friend. I gotta go out with that friend. I gotta go do that. And it's like, I become the teenager who's just so busy that I don't have time for my parent. It's like he's always there waiting. And even yeah. if I do get busy and I, and I don't have time for him, when I come back, he's waiting for me with open arms. Um, mm. That's what it is for me, is that he is such a loving, merciful, graceful God, grace-filled God who just is waiting for me and loves me so much. Um, you know, I've got three kids that I love like beyond words. And yet Jesus loves them even more than I do. And he loves me more than that. And I'm like, I don't even know how that's possible. So, so it's that characteristic of him, of his just, you know, I think of John, um, you know, just the beloved disciple and just how much, just even reading the book of John, just, just the the love relationship. It's just all about his love. And I think that's, that's what compels us to be obedient. It's what compels us to righteousness, mm-hmm. but it's that love that first and foremost leads us there. And that's, that's what's been so good for me. Yeah. Mm. Everything, everything, uh, I, everything. It's hard to, you know, when you, I just, uh, I love Jesus. I love every attribute. Mm. Um, what, immediately comes to mind is uh, Matthew 11 come to me all you who are weary Mm. and heavy laden and I'll give you rest I'll take my yoke upon you and learn from me from gentle and lowly and you'll find rest for your souls I think it it is to be near Jesus to spend any time with Jesus brings my blood pressure down mm-hmm. and um, is, is a calming, restful, um, you know, reality for me. And that in turn leads to radiance. Um, yeah. So I think the glory in his goodness and in that he's gentle and lowly um, is so remarkable because he is in control of everything Mm -hmm. um and he's almighty but instead of taking his almighty power and crushing us you know 
he embraces us with the warmth of his goodness and his love. And I feel that mm. um, it's like all of his might is employed for our soul's rest. Mm. Uh, it, it was just amazing. And so, yeah, that makes my heart radiant. Um, I think when I spend time with the Lord to walk away from it, uh, or, or living and trying to walk in his presence, you know, there's peace, yeah. um, there's rest. It was restful to be near the savior. Um, and I want more and more. I need more and more of that in my life. And so I think that rest leads to radiance. Oh, oh so many things. Um, his endless love and acceptance and forgiveness, I think, just blows me away um, at the endless amount of love that he has for me and for others, his constant ability to to forgive as far as the East is from the West. And when I blow it yes. every day, every other day, and I can come to him and constantly say, gosh, I am so sorry. I just really blew that. And if I need to ask forgiveness from somebody, from my husband, my kids, um, <clears throat> from him, uh, to know that he's not looking at me going, oh, yeah, wow, we're, we're heading back to that one again. Really? Really? I thought we got that one worked mm. out. You know, he's just going, yeah, yep, yep, you're a works in progress. Yes, I forgive you. I forgive you. So I think it's, I think it's his endless, endless love and forgiveness that just yeah. blows me away that I, I'm in awe of. And he leads that example for me as to how to love and forgive others as well. So he, he's constantly reminding me, you know, the Holy Spirit's constantly reminding me, remember how many times I've forgiven you about that? Remember that? Mm. Yeah. You, you need to do that times this amount. So remember, each person that you're looking at they got their own story. They've got their own journey. They've got their own hurts. They've got things going on that you have no idea. So judge not lest you be judged. Judge yeah. not lest you be judged over and over again. You know, if I get frustrated about something or I see something and I, I get like indignant about it or I get like a little self-righteous or whatever, mm -hmm. I, can, I, can just, I can just hear the Holy Spirit going, oh, yeah, yep, yep, yep. God's had to deal with you on that. Yeah, many times. So mm -hmm. all that love he's poured on you, all that forgiveness he's poured on you. How about you cycle that around? How about you show mm. like God's given you the example. So now you get to do that to others. <laughs> so it's that, yeah. that, that big yeah. reminder. Um, so that's what I think just shines and radiates from Jesus is unbelievable love and forgiveness that has no end that's just mm -hmm. ever flowing ever pouring out uh is oof, just amazing mm. i mean the christian life is a radiant life isn't it i mean it is a yeah 
flourishing life. It is a joy-filled life. It is a stretching life for sure. But anything I have in my life that could be described as radiant is because of Jesus and through Jesus. I mean, mm. I think my family's pretty radiant. Uh, those four boys that I mentioned are flourishing. They they make me light up. They make other people light up. And this is a different conversation for a different day. But every single one of those boys being here at all is because of Jesus. He's he's done it. I feel like Eve. That's what she said when she had her first baby. Through the help of the Lord, I birthed a man. That's what she said. And that's how I feel. I mean, he's given me these children, this flourishing marriage. He's given me a love for his word. I don't have that in my nature. In my nature, I will choose everything that feeds self and nothing that feeds soul and spirit. So he's given me that. He's given me opportunities to teach women, which uh, is a great gift. So I just think he is light. He is life. And he's called me to live as a child of the light and to uh, celebrate life. So I said it before, I'll say it again, but everything is made through him. Everything is made by him. That's from the book of Colossians, including me and everything that is radiant in my life. He deserves all the glory for sure. I hope you enjoyed this very special episode of the Radical Radiance podcast. And I cannot wait to share all of our episodes that we have coming for you in quarter four of this year. Can you believe it's almost October? It's insane. And today I hope you'll share this episode with a friend. Think about somebody who that you think this episode specifically would encourage and they could just use um, just the encouragement of knowing that by abiding in Christ. We are radiant because of him. And I just pray that it encourages you and also those you share it with. So I can't wait to be back with you next episode, next Tuesday, same time, same place. And we will have another amazing conversation for you then.